This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We know how long you've been waiting for this conversation. Everyone's like, Wendy's coming on the radio. We gotta we want to be better and smarter and faster and healthy and look better and move better and all of that. So shh, Wendy's gonna come on the radio. You're right, she's about to be on. Just wait a moment. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only hundred percent natural organic supplement. For blood sugar control. Thanks, Mana Health Products. Here she is. Your wait is over. It's Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. Are you okay? Good, thank you. Yes. Good. This idea of eating organic food sounds very wonderful to me. I'd love to eat organic food all the time. And then people ask me, but why? So I said, well, just because organic food is better for you because of the way it's grown. But it's expensive. And then I say, I, I know that's probably why I don't eat all organic all the time. And I love apples, but I can't find an organic apple for love or money. So uh, what do we do? Or is it a case of uh, just buy it. Ignorance is bliss. Just buy whatever. Just as long as it's good for you. Just eat it. But we've got to find a better way to go about staying healthy, Wendy. So let's talk about what does organic even mean? So the word organic refers to how agricultural products are grown or processed or reared, um, and what they're fed. So if it's an animal, what, what is that animal being fed? Um, so for produce to be organic, they, there must be no synthetic use of pesticides, herbicides, fertilizers, and there must be no GMOs. And that's tricky. I mean, we, we love corn all across the board here in this country. Um, it's a staple food. But when you buy it, you see on the label, it says that it's a GMO food. And that's worrying. You know, you've got GMO food that's feeding the majority of South Africa and beyond. Exactly. And that GMO food is feeding a lot of the livestock, too. Yes. So you, you get it. It's almost a double whammy. So you get it from both directions. My goodness. Okay, so... Um, can you use the word organic for, for non-fruit and veg produce? Could you use it for meat, so that term organic? How does that work? Yes. So livestock that is reared to produce organic meat or poultry or dairy or eggs, um, they live in a way that accommodates their natural behaviors and their natural feeding patterns. So that means they can graze outside, they can roam freely, um, and they can forage and they can eat organic food. But they're also not given any antibiotics or growth hormones, so they use natural ways to combat illness. Okay, so the, you, you've actually, um, uh, Wendy's provided me with the table that I can see here in front of me, and it shows the differences between organic produce and produce that is not organic. Can you work through, this is a really stunning table that you've sent me. Thanks for that, Wendy. Can you run through it with us this morning? Sure, pleasure. Um, so your organic produce, is grown with natural fertilizers, so that means they use manure or compost. Yeah. Uh, the, the weeds are controlled naturally by crop rotation, um, hand weeding, mulching, or using organic um, herbicides. Yeah. And natural pest control, such as birds or insect traps or um, insects or traps, sorry, nat or natural pesticides mm -hmm. are what they use to control pests. Whereas your non-organic produce is grown with synthetic or chemical fertilizers. So they're using all sorts of toxic things. The weeds are controlled also with chemical herbicides and synthetic pesticides are used. So the, the whole environment with the non-organic produce is, is um, it's chemically controlled. Yeah. With the livestock, so mm -hmm. your meat, your eggs and your dairy products, the, the livestock receive organic hormone and GMO-free food. So whatever they're eating is also organic. 
Um, they use natural disease prevention methods, so they have clean housing, they can rotate their grazing, and they're given healthy food. And then they're free to roam outside as well and forest outdoors. Whereas your non-organic produce, they receive growth hormones and non-organic feed, and they often have their food with GMOs, as we mentioned earlier. Mm. The livestock receive antibiotics and medication to prevent disease, and they're often caged or kept in small places where they don't have access to the outdoors. Looking through this list, makes sense why if I'm going to choose a, a free range versus a, I don't know what you call it, non-organic one, the, the price is clearly higher, and it makes sense because... This takes time and effort and nurturing in a more hands-on sort of way. Um, and even if you want to go and buy something for your own garden or vegetable patch or fruit trees, Wendy, you're going to pay more for a, a natural fertilizer versus a chemical fertilizer. So we can see where the cost difference comes in to the consumer at the end of the day when you're looking at the shelves choosing organic versus non-organic. That's right. It's much more expensive to farm organically you don't have as much of a, of a yield with your crops as well because they're not boosting the, the produce. Mm. Um, and the, your animals don't grow as quickly because there's no growth hormone. Yeah. So it is definitely a more expensive process, and that's why it is more expensive to buy organic than a non-organic product. But there's got to be a reason to shift us uh, into a different mindset of saying it might cost a bit more, um, but this is the reason why I need to be going organic. What are those benefits of organic versus non-organic, Wendy? So your organic foods have a much higher amount of antioxidants and fatty acids and nutrients because they are allowed to grow to, to their maturity. So they're picked when they're ripe as opposed mm. to picked when they're raw and then, um, 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 oh, I can't think of the word. Ripened. Um, <laughs> no, when, when, they're, yes, when they're ripened in, an, in a non-natural way. I see. So the organic foods are actually, they're, they're picked when they're ripe already. Um, so it's obviously when we're eating mm. foods that are organic, it, it, it does have a health benefit. It helps us mentally, it helps us physically. Um, and people that are sensitive to chemicals and preservatives might find that they have less food sensitivities and less allergies wow. um, if they are eating organic food. That's incredible. Um, of course, there's a shorter shelf life then if you're going to be buying organic. So you might need to be buying more regularly because uh, it, it won't be lasting that long in your refrigerator or in your pantry. No, the organic foods definitely don't have a long shelf life because they are picked when they, they, they're ripe or close to ripe. They are already ready to eat when you buy them or when you get them. I wonder how many people that are listening this morning might have made a shift to some foods that are organic and have actually experienced the health benefits of it and finding that allergies clear up and other food intolerances. So we touched on GMOs earlier, Wendy. Why are GMOs so bad? So GMOs are engineered to create a resistance to herbicides and they help the plants as well to produce their own natural in, or own insecticides, not really natural. But large corn crops, we did touch on those, yeah. um, have been genetically modified all over the world so that they can be resistant to certain herbicides. My goodness. We know there's this big controversy with Roundup. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the ones that they make it resistant to so that they can continue to spray the Roundup on the crops. And then it produces this toxic um, insecticide. So it prevents insects and things from eating it. So it keeps the crops looking lovely, but they're actually all chemically engineered that way. Yeah. So what are some of the, the, the crops that we see most that are GMO? Mostly it would be your soya beans, your canola, your corn. 
Um, and then some of your baby marrows and squash also contain GMOs. Oh. And then breakfast cereals and processed foods. Okay, so we need to be label reading again, and you've mentioned this in the past many times. We need to be reading labels. Yes. Yeah, and especially when you're seeing things like corn syrup or soy lecithin, those are very likely to contain the GMOs. So there's this idea, just uh, we still have a, a, we can still squash another two minutes here. Um, there's this idea that um, I'm going to eat an apple, so I'm just going to kind of run it under the tap to wash off, I don't know, and uh, dust. Because <laughs> if you think about how we just quickly swish it under a tap and then we, or we just rub it on our pants and then we eat it. The, the issue is absorption into the skin, right? But yes, that's right. So the pesticides are going to sit on the skins and certain fruits and vegetables are more prone to, they need more pesticides sprayed on them so that the insects um, don't eat them. Um, but you can't just get it by, get rid of that pesticide by rinsing it. You need to rub it or wash it quite vigorously um, and you might need to use a solution of sorts with maybe some bicarb or some vinegar um, or an anti um, you know, something that breaks mm. down that fatty layer that, that's on, like the apple. I, I don't know how often you notice that the apple feels a bit sticky. Yes, and waxy. You and need sticky. to almost, yes, you need to almost use something soapy to break that down um, before you can eat it. Suddenly, just thinking about all the stuff I've eaten that I shouldn't be putting inside my body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so quickly, we don't have heaps of time. So let's run through the list of fruit and veg that, that should be organic. Okay, so there's a, there's a group of foods called the Dirty Dozen, and there's another group of foods called the Clean 15. So the <laughs> okay. Dirty Dozen is growing by the minute, and those are the ones that you ideally want to have as, as organic foods. And those include your grapes and your apples and your nectarines and your strawberries and peaches, oh. and then cherry peppers and um, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, celery, spinach, kale, and potatoes and squash. My goodness. So those are your... There are a bit more than 12 there, but those would be considered your dirty dozen. But I eat, and then the food, but, but I, eat, I eat from the dirty dozen every day. I know, most of us do. And tell me there's so, a good list. The clean 15, I like the sound of that. What are those? The clean 15, yes. So those don't need to be organic. They've normally got a skin, a thick skin around them that we peel off and we discard. Those would be things like an asparagus, avocados, mushrooms, um, cabbage, eggplant, onion, kiwi fruit, mango, papaya, Pineapple, grapefruit, and melons, and then sweet potatoes and peas. So, if we can afford, just in closing, Wendy, if we can afford to buy organic, do it. Yes. Simple as that. Exactly. And if we can't afford to buy organic, make sure we wash our foods properly. Make sure we eat lean cuts of meat because if you're eating the lean meat, you're less likely to be exposed to the growth hormones and the chemicals that are stuck in the fatty tissue of the animal. So, there are ways around it if you can't afford to eat organic. All right, so there you have it. <laughs> you heard it there. I like that. The clean 15 shall be my focus, and I'll have to look at the dirty dozen and see what I can get organic from there. I'm sure all of our minds are ticking over. Wendy, thanks for a fantastic conversation this morning. Eye-opening for sure. Uh, thanks so much. Thank Appreciate you your time. Have a super day. Thanks, Brad. You too. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.